All right, it is May 9th, 2021. Mom, mother, motherly dear, Carol Sterneman with a K. Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome, Curtis. It's, it's nice hanging out with you today. Mother's Day. I feel like today, me and Kenny, and you still have yet to hang out with Katie, mm-hmm. we crushed today. This probably, in my eyes, has this been one of the best Mother's Days you've had? It has been a really fun day. Waking <laughs> up and golfing when it was bitter cold and I almost gave up. You almost, you were trying to get out of it last night. You texted <laughs> me, you said, it's going to rain. And I said, well, it's a, I thought you loved golf. I kind of guilt tripped you. I do love golf. Because I was excited... I booked the golf. Normally, you always book golf when we go. But I got it, damn it, Mother's Day. And it did by what? You'd say like, I think it was like hole 12. Sun came out. Yeah. Had a really great back third. I don't know if that's, is that a thing that people say in golf? The back third? It's a back nine. Back. <laughs> I know, but if it was between 12 and 18, then it was the back third. But I, you know, it was a good, it was a good game. It was uh, nice to then we went and got lunch with Kenny and I wish that we could sit here and talk for hours and hours like I know that I can, but you still have to hang out with a third of your offspring. I do. Because Katie is awaiting some delicious ice cream. But thank you for taking even just 10, even if I get 10 or 15 minutes just to sit here and, and then, you know... I know you've listened to a couple of these recordings, which I, I just love. I think that that's something that, I don't know. I, I always joke that, I think I have joked that you're the only one who listens to them. So thanks for holding true on that. But I think it's good, it's just going to be really cool for me to look back on these. And one thing that, I guess if I had an agenda going into this, my only agenda would be, I think I'm going to start piecing together like what my experience was going through football because I was talking to Max last week, and one thing that we brought up was, what's the true um, cost and benefit of childhood sports and like going through that process? And what do you really gain out of it? And, and how does it really set you up for life? And I'm interested in what you saw as I, I was always a big kid. Like I was always kind of overweight before I got taller in middle school. So what was it like? I mean, I remember, Mom, there was one day you dropped me off at Falcons and I was just bawling my eyes out. I was like, I don't want to go to practice. I don't make me go. And then I just stuck with it. And then I got taller and then, you know, Marion and I started to get attention from colleges. So as a parent, what was it like to, because you saw Kenny go through sports, you saw me go through, I know Katie did cross country for a little bit. What do you see as a parent as far as like, the joy in, in your child going through sports? Like, what's your perspective on that world? I think with any sport, it, it gives you an opportunity to become a team member of a team, and then you develop, you know, ways to work with, one another and to encourage each other and um, see where that will take you. And for you, you had an opportunity to play at Marion Central 
with a good team, with good coaches. And so that was an opportunity for you to even go beyond. Um, as a parent, when I was sitting in the bleachers, of course, as a mom, you don't want your kids to get hurt. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I know that there are risks to playing football, the hits that you took, and you know, just the injuries that you sustained over a period of time that it was amazing how often that happened, but you just kept working through it and um, persevered through that. Um, towards the end of your high school football season, I was sad because I am, I love sports. I like to watch them. They're even better when your kids are playing. So I was really sad. So I was kind of relieved and excited that you were going to um, continue your football um, seasons for the next four or five years. And you do get into watching sports. I think Kenny got that from you. you not get... to that extent. No. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> yelling at the television <laughs> or swearing at the television, but just the enthusiasm. And I mean, it is fun. And I always counting down the seconds and I hated to lose whether it be myself or your team so that was um, difficult but you know again um, it was a lot of fun just the whole um, excitement of seeing you you know play or seeing you bust out of the you know when you run on the team or oh yeah you know, Marion like, yeah you know like through the sports complexes at like Wyoming. Yeah. Um, the only away game I went was to San Diego to play Santa Bowl, which it rained. Yeah. A lot. Um, that was crazy though. We were playing in the Chargers Stadium at the time. Yeah, yeah. Qualcomm. Yeah. Other than that, I just went to your home games just because, you know, I wanted to spend more time with you. Yeah. And I knew that do you think way you I couldn't see that. Do much. you think you wouldn't be as because it's like a bittersweet sadness, right? Like you didn't get to see me a lot throughout college, but when you did, it was and, and I've talked yeah. to dad about this. Like he he's like, even if I got ten minutes with you, right. I still wanted to do that travel. Because I know how busy you were with the team and you had to go all you know, film sessions and practices, you know, leading up to the games. But do you think you would feel the same if I had stayed with Western Michigan? Because I had committed there. Right. And I mean, that's four hours away, a four hour drive. Um, if you were to go to Western Mich Michigan, I already had the Amtrak figured out to Kalamazoo. <laughs> you did. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it would have been. So I kind of screwed the pooch closer. on that. Yeah. But again, just. Did you like visiting Wyoming though? Like when you went, like. Little change up scenery. Yeah, I just yeah. You know, I liked flying into Denver, and then I figured out the van service from the airport to Laramie, so I didn't have to make the drive by myself. Wow, I made that really tough on you guys. I mean, it <laughs> I should have gone to Kalamazoo. As, <laughs> it took <laughs> as long to get to Denver from Chicago to Denver that it did from Denver to Laramie. So. Yeah, that it was did. just a five-hour trip one oh, way. So. Yeah, just a little bit more intense. 
than yeah. just a road trip. But I'm but it was nice meeting some of the other team members' parents and getting to know them. And yeah, I think what's cool about Wyoming too is there's been a lot that's come out of Wyoming as far as like NFL athletes. So I think that that's been kind of the cool after effect of Wyoming is you know during and then of course for me I I loved going out there because it was such a change like to see a mountain range, you know, growing up in the mm-hmm. Midwest is really cool. Uh, what so really, what huh? was it like for you to see your leave when you would leave Mm -hmm. well here's the terrible bubble that I had built for myself at Wyoming is I started to date someone so early into college because I think maybe on like a sub sub level I knew that I had to have that ready have that like close connection ready because I did miss home I did miss like having someone close to close to my heart, like mm-hmm. a family, you know, like um, so getting into a relationship and starting to build towards like the next family and like trying to and I'm I'm probably giving myself a lot more credit because freshman, sophomore year, it's not like I started dating someone. I was like, oh, I can't wait to build a family with you. But just to have like that consistency and to have that stability. So when dad visited, I really didn't appreciate it until after I graduated, where I looked back. And I did, I mean, of course, like we would go out to dinner. I'm not like some heartless dude who like would be like, high five, dad. Thanks for traveling five hours. But when I graduated and then when you would visit too, freshman year especially, he would come out constantly. And I look back at it and I'm thinking if he hadn't been there intermittently, I don't know if I would have been as strong throughout the fresh my freshman year being that far from home being having it be that different so yeah i mean extremely grateful when you guys would leave it it was sad just because but to be honest i had like um i got the emotional side of being that far away out my first summer because i remember they put us in a dorm all the incoming freshmen and I had that like burst of emotion that like tearing up, you know, down my face tears when I was, I, I talked about it on one, I hung my clothes up. And as soon as the hangers touched the, the closet, I just started bawling. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm here. This isn't just like the hype of the, you know, letter of intent. This isn't the hype of like buying all the Wyoming gear before coming here. Like I'm here, this is my next four years. So I love when you visited what I also, I don't know if you know how surprised I was, but when I got, had to get my second shoulder surgery and you flew out like that week, mm-hmm. that was really awesome just to have, in, in my mind, I was like, oh, that, that's nurse mom. Yeah. So kind of a little background here. So nurse, you have been a nurse for Almost 30 years? Over 30 years. Over 30 years. Has it always been cardiology? For the most part, until now, just doing the care manager part. And it's nurses week started May 6th through the 10th. Oh, so what does that mean for you? That it's nurses week. Do you get things sent to you? Like teacher appreciation week and things like that? Yeah. Sense, so. No, football was, I, 
it's yeah i mean you you really did get kind of competitive with with it all and you you kept up with everything and, and not every parent does and so kenny too i mean kenny was always he was never that upfront about it but he was there when i was trying to make a decision on where to go i mean i remember he actually brought up like i think i think he gave me like a couple bullet points for each oh, which was just yeah. kind of wild because I know he always had his own, you know, pursuit with football and then it ended the way it did. And so just that he had that care for me was, was really awesome. But yeah, we have been through quite a lot, mom. We have been through quite a lot. The most recent was I actually lived in Chicago like three years ago. It was my first time giving, giving Chicago a try. And I just wasn't ready fully admitting that was not ready to live in the city. I had a lot of things to sort out after football ended. I really didn't know what I wanted to do next. I had a finance degree and I knew I wanted to get into sales, but that's such a big net to cast. I didn't know how to kind of fine tune and kind of dial in on some of those things. So you helped me when I made kind of a hard left at the job I was at you were like, you know what, just come back home. Come back home for a little bit, we'll get you back on your feet, and we'll get everything going again. And you did do that. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> that I did. You were successful, because look at you today. I don't know what it was. I We had long talks, though. Because I, I remember you would, yeah, you would get home from work at like 7. I was... I started working for UPS then, so we sometimes caught each other before, but yeah, it was just, it was like a cocoon period almost. I was just like, listen, I just got to let some, some time build up here. I got to figure out what's next. More recently though, when it comes to what's been surprising me between you and I, is you love Lucy now, and you used to not like Lucy that much. So what's changed? <laughs> She's old like me. She's oh, so there's a kinship now. Yeah. She finally caught up. She used to be a young buck. She surpassed me now. She's like I think she's like 91. Great. <laughs> and she's she's she still gets after it. Yeah. But the other day when she had some, you know, she ate something bad, had some stomach issues, I never thought I'd get a text from you that said, "Hey, how's Lucy doing?" <laughs> That was so awesome. I wanted to know if she's okay. But you still won't get a dog of your own. Heck no. Why? Because I have to dog sit yours. Okay, so I'm getting in your way for now. <laughs> it all works out in the end. That's what family's for. Right? So like, like I said, whether I got 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long we've been talking, I just wanted to say thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to kind of set the, the microphone up and kind of get some conversation going. I know that this is so easy to fall into the category of like, oh God, what's my kid up to now? Let's just entertain whatever they're doing because I love them and I don't know what the goal is here, but let's just see what, what, what happens with it. So if you really do want to entertain it to its highest level, what I think would be awesome is if we actually do come up with like a plan for maybe, um, I know you've got to get to, you got a big ice cream date coming up with Katie. 
but if we can get a plan of like, I really do want to look back at these and have like a memoir almost mm-hmm. of what's going to be you and dad. And I'm going to talk to Kenny more and hopefully I'll get something set up with Katie where I just want to make sure that I'm kind of having like that. It's kind of fun to have like a journalistic viewpoint on like close relationships. I think that just to be able to look back in it and see the perspectives of it all. So if you wouldn't mind kind of, you know, pressures on right here agreeing and tell me your thoughts on it. No, I think it's important that you take the time. A lot of people journal and write their words down, but to have these conversations that sometimes aren't easy to have are still important because then it gives you an opportunity to listen back, as you said, or just at the given time of the discussion, just to understand the person better. Yeah. So I think it's a good idea. It's um, a different what, way of I have doing a question. Things, what do you feel but, like having this microphone just right in your face? Because it obviously seems like it's, it's what do you do? A, what like what? Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you feeling about this like whole medium of like information? It's something that you're used to. I'm not used to it. <laughs> okay. So it just isn't is it, natural. Is it for more me. of like as you're talking, it's different to think about the fact that it is being recorded, and there is that playback aspect to it that no, sometimes you speak so freely you just think it's like gone in the wind and none you know none different no i think this microphone and your um reason for doing it isn't a natural daily conversation it's more of you trying to figure things out so you're asking questions and you're asking your participant to answer your questions and without um, a kind of an agenda or a list for me to think about what I'm going to say, it's, it's all impromptu. So yeah, that's true. That's kind of, because um, things that we're talking about right now aren't conversations that happened at lunchtime Yeah, that are more, um they're easier so but yeah yeah no okay i get it it's like instead of me sitting here and being like oh what are you doing tomorrow right or what are you doing you know how was your day today yeah i'm like hey tell me about what your perspective was 16 years ago (laughs) okay okay it's so good conversations it's so you just need to keep asking questions and you'll keep getting answers and conversations and it'll probably come out um, to be, you know, easier and more comfortable and more of a conversation. So, well, here's, here's my goal for at least the next one. Cause I do want to record another one. Part two with mom is if I say, can we address these three things? And I'm just picking three cause you know, rule of three one what was life like for you as you look back as a 26 year old 
So that's the first question. Number two, I know you had but kids. I'm 40. I know, but I'm saying I'm like, like when you look back at like oh. when you were 26. Yeah. What do you remember from that time? What are some things that came up as like concerns for you that maybe it did it didn't take too long for those to get alleviated? What were some things that you know just kind of like the mindset of wow, 26. You know what? Because. I don't know. I mean, times do change, but I mean, people overall, there is like a cyclical nature to, okay, you go to college, do you get your career, you do all that. So that's, I'm interested in your personal perspective on that. The second one was you already had kids by the time you're 26. So I'm interested in the perspective of as a, as a mother then, and like being in a family and like what maybe you see, cause I know you have friends that have kids my age. So you see the difference between like what it was like when you were that age and what it's like now to be 26 in 2021 values are different times of, you know, timing of, of when you're supposed to have things done are different. And then I guess the third one would just be, you know, as you have, you know, throughout the years from 26, what were some of the things that if you could go back, and kind of just give yourself these little gems, these little like pockets of information that you feel like, wow, I wonder what that would have done, mm -hmm. what some of those things were. And so just kind of like thinking about kind of jumping in time a little bit and being like, okay, but I get what you're saying. It's like to, to ask, like to, you know, and that's uh, just my personality. I just, I know, need but to, to be yeah. prepared. Yeah. And I mean, and or not worry about my answers. So you don't much. have to worry about it. What? What do you worry about? Um, just the response that I have. Do you think people are going to think you're a terrible person? I don't know. I'm, not worried, about, I'm not worried about anybody. It's just the emotions that come up during some of the conversations. Yeah. Are difficult and I don't know if I want to talk about those. They're, it's fun though. And, and so like one thing that I found was when you can like talk about those, right. It's not like table talk. You're not going to like be saying some of this like, Oh great. The, the meal came. Let's talk about how I really feel about, you know, my childhood or let's talk about my childhood. Like yeah. that's not a normal, I get that. Yeah. But if that's something where you're like, yeah, I, I kind of see the benefit in like relaying it and right. going through it. Then I, I just. Cause then I, you have to agree to be vulnerable too. Right. Maybe I should sign, have a consent form. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know what? We got to 20, 23 minutes. Great. That's awesome. Is there a prize? Just a high five. <laughs> and lots of love. Well, happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love, love you. Curtis. I love you, Curtis. And enjoy your ice cream. And I love Kenny and Katie. So, but mostly me. But equally, all three of us. Equally. You get a third of my love. Okay. Does Lucy get any of it? Through me? Can I give her some of my love that you give yeah, me? Yeah, she doesn't get any human. All right, Lucy. You hear that? I have to ration my love for you. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Have a great rest of your... No, Mom. I'm talking to the, the listeners. You were participating. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay.
Well, have a great rest of your night. Thank you.